Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Walking in Wisdom, the Freeway. I am your host, Sean Freeman, and on today's message, I want to share from the New Testament in Romans chapter 9. So stay tuned and come back after this short break. Welcome back. I hope, as always, that you have awakened to a beautiful, beautiful new day. And as always, as Psalms 118 verse 24 states, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. And be glad in it. Dear one, I pray that you are having a blessed day and that you too can rejoice and that you can rejoice in this new day because of what God has done through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Dear one, today's message is one that I think we all fall into. And I wholeheartedly and humbly confess that I have fallen many a time and I still do fall in this way. And it is trying to earn God's grace. It's trying to earn God's favor. Attempting to do the right Attempting to read more, attempting to pray more, to pray for certain things, for certain people, for trying to do what is always right, trying to be a good person. Many a time we get wrapped up in doing right and thinking that that is how, that we have to earn God's favor by doing this or by doing that, by being right, by thinking right, by speaking right. And listen, I'm not saying let's not try. This message comes from Romans and it's many a time Paul was asking about how we try to earn God's favor by following the law and I want to get into that too the law is separate from the commandments don't ever think that for a moment that because of what Jesus Christ has done for you that you don't have to follow the Ten Commandments that is not what we're saying Paul even numerous times said God forbid what what shall we say then that we go on sinning because the law is not right no God forbid I'm talking about the law of Moses where people followed ordinances and they had to do certain things. They they followed festivals and things of such and many, 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 many other things. And I think many a time we too as believers fall into a trap of thinking that, oh, 
I got to give my money here or I got to give my money there. I got to go to church today. I have to go to church every Sunday. I have to sign up for this board. I have to sign up for that board. I have to do this. I have to give here. I have to give there. I have to wake up and I have to get on my knees and I have to pray. I have to pray throughout the day. I have to say the right thing. I have to think the right thing. I have to be the right person. That is where I'm going with this. I quite honestly think, and I know personally speaking, that there are times that I am not walking in the freedom of Jesus Christ. And I think, too, that we all get like that. So today's message is talking about that. That, dear one, we have true and total freedom in Jesus Christ, we're not always going to be perfect. We're not always going to think the right thing. We're not always going to say the right thing. But that we don't have to wake up or go to bed at night and think, oh, but I didn't do this, or oh, when we wake up, I have to do this today. I have to do this. I have to do this for this person. I have to do that for that person. It's kind of like a person that we always try to earn their favor, whoever that may be. It may be a neighbor across the street. You may really like that person, but you think they don't like you so that if you bake them cookies or you shovel their snow or you plow their sidewalks or you cut their grass for them, whatever it may be, or it may even be a loved one, that if, if I do this for them, if I, if I treat them, if I take them to the movies, if I, whatever, a son, a daughter, if, if I do this for them, they'll stop treating me like that. Dear one, we don't have to earn God's favor. No matter what we do, we won't earn God's favor. It's already upon us. That is why I don't claim to be a great person. I don't claim to be the all-knowing. When I started this podcast, it was because I myself was not walking in wisdom. I myself was not walking in freedom, the freedom that Jesus Christ gives in it. It's my belief that there are many people today that are true Christians, that they've placed their complete trust and faith in Jesus Christ, but they are not walking in wisdom. And I am speaking of myself. I am still growing in the freedom and the liberty therewith that Jesus Christ has given. And it is my prayer that here at Walking in Wisdom that we too gain a knowledge that it's not on what we do, that no matter what we do, we cannot earn God's favor. We cannot earn our salvation. We cannot earn God's mercy. That all of those things that we attempt to do and that we are doing to earn God's favor, they come from knowing God. They come from placing our faith in Jesus Christ, that that's not what we do to get to God, but that's what we do because we've gotten to God. Dear one, we could give all of our money to any 
homeless shelter or any calls or we could pray a hundred times a day or we could do this or that but that does not earn God's grace God's grace has been given to you because of Jesus Christ that's it that's it nothing more nothing less it's by what Jesus Christ did for you what Jesus Christ did for me so today's message I want to bring that to light. We need to stop trying to earn God's favor. We need to stop trying to earn our salvation, our way into heaven by doing good. I'm not saying don't do good. Don't think that's what I'm saying. I'm not. We do still do good. But it's because of what Jesus did. We don't do those to get to Jesus. We do those because we've already gotten to Jesus because of what he did for us. So I'm going to take a quick break. I I spoke too much here. And when we return, I'm going to jump in to our passages in Romans 9. So come back after this short break and we will dive into the Bible. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, dear one, welcome back. As I said in the first segment, I want to read in Romans chapter 9. Two verses, uh, several verses, uh, but two different ones. Um, And... We're going to be reading from the New Living Translation and also my uh, living tra- New Living Translation is a study Bible. So again, as I've said in, excuse me, I'm sorry, in past um, podcasts, that at the Bible it breaks down several verses and it looks into them more in depth. So uh, without any further ado, let's jump in. Let's hear what the Lord has for us in his word. But before we do, I always want to pray because I think the Bible is sharper than any two-edged sword and that we as mere people cannot comprehend or grasp what the Bible says. So we definitely need the leading, the guiding, and the directing of God's Holy Spirit. So let's pray together. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you And we praise you for this new day, that wherever we are listening from, that we are alive and that you have breathed breath into us, that our very existence is given to us because of your grace and your mercy, Father. And we pray, we pray together, Father, that you would bless this time as we look into your word. And we thank you for this time. We thank you for this place. And we thank you most importantly for your word. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you grant each and every one of us your wisdom and your understanding. And that you help us to meditate upon your word and upon what we read today. And that we thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done in our lives. And what you are continually doing in our lives and what you will do in our lives. 
Bless this time together and let your word go forth and touch each and every one. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. 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 As I said, there's a difference between the law and between the law of Moses and kind of what Paul is talking about here in all of the book of Romans, uh, that, that people still try to hold on to the law, not the commandments. The commandments have never changed. Even Jesus himself in Matthew said, if anyone takes anything away, adds to or takes away from any commandment. So the commandments are un, unspeakable. You follow them no matter what. But we're talking about the law of Moses and rituals and all. And, and before we start real fast, let me describe to you what the law of Moses really is. Um, if you look at it, um, it says uh, the vast majority of the commands found in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy deal with the Jewish ceremonial, ceremonial ordinances. In these books, God gave commands and directions about who was qualified to be a priest, how the priest should dress, how the tabernacle should be built, what kinds of animal and grain offerings were required to atone for different kinds of sins, how the sacrificial offerings were to be offered, and such. But after Jesus came and died, the ceremonial laws were abolished, but the Ten Commandments remained, except for one. And do you know what that one is? Uh, that is, except for the command to keep the Sabbath. Listen, I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm not going against keeping the Sabbath holy. I'm not. So let's not go there. I'm just saying the difference between uh, the law of Moses compared to the commands. And when we're talking about the law here, we're talking about the law of Moses, the keeping of ordinances, that we have to do things a certain way. Um, that we have to do it this way, we have to do it that way, and such. And I think that we translate that over into our lives today, that we have to do things a certain way, we have to be a certain way, that we have to earn God's grace. So, without any further ado, I've spoken enough. This is not about me. I am a nobody. Don't listen to me. Listen to the Word of God. That's where true truth is found. Not in me, not in any other preacher. I'm not a preacher. I'm not. I'm just an everyday guy who wants to share and walk in true freedom and walk in the liberty with which God gave to us through Jesus Christ. So, without any further ado, Romans 9, chapter 9, verse 16. Listen. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it or work for it. Let's repeat that. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither, neither choose it nor work for it. Dear one, we cannot work for God's mercy. Listen. I think sometimes we get into, if we sin, that we think, oh, no, okay, I got to go do this. I got I to gotta do this. I got to work at it. I got to work at earning God's forgiveness. No. Or 
I got to do this to earn God's mercy or God's favor. Again, let's read this again. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. And let's break that verse down. As I said before, my uh, New Living Translation Bible is a study Bible, so it breaks down certain verses. And right here it says in chapter 9, verse 16, listen to what this says. The fallacy of gaining salvation by human effort remains as strong as ever. People still think good intentions are the key that unlocks the door to eternal life. By the time they get to try the lock, they will find that the key does not fit. Others imagine that their efforts are building an invisible ladder to heaven made up of service, family, position, reputation, good work, and desire. But none of these rungs will support a feather. People are so busy trying to reach God that they completely miss the truth that God has already reached down to them. We cannot earn God's mercy. If we could, it would not be mercy. Dear one, did you hear that? That sometimes we even take our service, our family, our position, our reputation, our good work, and our desire. And we think that all of these are going to earn God's grace, God's love, God's justice, God's mercy. As this verse says, so it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither, neither, I keep saying neither, I'm sorry. We can neither choose it and listen nor work for it. Dear one, are you working for God's favor? Are you working at trying to get God's favor in your life? Ask yourself that. Is what I'm doing today trying to earn God's love? I've faced that question, and I wholeheartedly admit to God above and to Jesus Christ and to you that it is a yes, I've tried. I think even when I first started this podcast, that it was trying to earn God's grace and God's favor. And maybe even to this day that I do this because I think that's what God would want me to do. But dear one, we don't have to do that. God decides who to show mercy to. We can neither, neither choose it or work for it. God loves you already, dear one. Know that. And if you're not saved, know that. That God loves you. And, and why? Why does he, you're asking? because of what Jesus Christ did on that cross and it's real and it's personal and it's intimate it's not fake it's not a story 
We don't have to earn God's love. That love and that mercy and that grace has already been given to you through Jesus Christ. Again, we still do good deeds, but that's because of what Jesus did. It's not because we want to get to Jesus. It's because we're already with Jesus. Don't get them mixed up. Don't get them mixed up. We don't do the good works because we have to earn God's grace or we have to earn God's favor or we have to earn his love and his mercy. We do all of that because we already have all of that. And also I want to read uh, Romans 9, 31 through 33. And this is talking about the law of Moses, the festivals, the ordinances, the circumcision compared to uncircumcision. Remember, Jewish people were circumcised. The law of Moses demanded that, that you got circumcised. Gentiles did not have to get circumcised. And in Romans, if you read in earlier chapters, the Jews were trying to tell the Gentiles that you had to be circumcised. And Paul was coming out and saying, you don't have to follow the law of Moses anymore. Wasn't saying he can't follow the commandments. You have to follow the commandments. The Ten Commandments never were done away with. And that thought right now, they were never done away with. But the law of Moses was done away with. The festivals, the keeping of ordinances, the having to do it this way, having to do it this way, having to do it that way, having to pray a hundred times a day, having to pray at morning, noon, and at night. Jesus came and did away with all of that. So this is where this is talking about, but it also relates to us today. So listen, and I'm going to wrap this up after I read this. Romans chapter 9, verses 31 through 33. But the people of Israel, who tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law, never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law instead of by trusting in him. They stumbled over the great rock in their path. God warned them of this in the scriptures when he said, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. But anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Dear one, do you remember the scribes and the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the Pharisees and the scribes uh, talking to Jesus about the Sabbath day and this and that, and you're not keeping it and all? Do you remember all that? And a lot of Jewish people, even to this day, have missed out because they tried keeping the law of Moses. They tried keeping the ordinances and the certain festivals and the circumcision and, and having to do things this way and that way. And dear one, I'm not, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not condemning that. Don't think for a second I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm talking about the freedom and the liberty 
and the life that we have in Jesus Christ. And I don't think that we fully grasp this. I don't think as Christians we fully grasp the freedom and the liberty that we have in Jesus Christ. And it's we miss out on that when we try to do things. We try it's like right here, they tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law. But they never succeeded. Why not? It says in verse 30, why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law. Instead of by trusting in him. They Stumbled over the great rock in their path. God warned them of this in the scriptures when he said. Do one, do you know who that great rock is? Do you know the great rock that that, that Paul's talking about that they stumbled over? That great rock is Jesus Christ. That's right. The rock of our salvation. The rock of our life is Jesus Christ. Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law. Dear one, are you trying to get right with God by doing good? Are you trying to get right with God by being good? Again, I'm not saying, God forbid, that we don't try to be good, that we don't try to do the right thing. I'm not saying that. But it's an attitude. Do you think you have to do this? Do you think you have to do that to earn God's grace? They tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law. But listen to what it says. They never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law instead of by trusting in him. Dear one, is your trust in Jesus Christ alone? Do you believe that there's nothing you could do to earn the right relationship with God, that no matter what good works you do each and every day, you wake up with the best of intentions to do this, to do that. Are you doing it because you think it will earn God's favor and God's grace and that it will earn you a better seat in heaven, a closer seat to God in heaven? Or are you doing it for the right reasons and that's because of what Jesus Christ did for you? And dear one, if you're not saved today, are you trying and do you believe that by being good, that's what will get you to heaven? Dear one, I'm not saying this to you, but the Bible is saying this to you. That's not how this works. Your ladder to heaven is not by doing good. 
It's not by being good. It's not by being better. We always say, I want to be better today than I was yesterday. And that is great. Yes, I do too. But if that is your only hope, that if you're better today, that it, instead of being nice to one person, if you're nicer to two people today, that makes you a better person. And that will earn your way to heaven. Dear one, I'm not saying this to you, but the Bible is that's not how this works. Good works and all of that come, secondly, because number one of Jesus Christ, it doesn't, don't get those numbers mixed up. Don't think that the good works and the favor and all of that is number one. And that's what gets you to Jesus. Jesus is number one. And number two follows with by being good, by doing right. Don't try to earn God's favor anymore. You know why? Because his favor has already been shown upon us. His favor has already been given to us. And that's because of Jesus Christ. Dear one, good works and favor, good works come out of the favor already that God has displayed upon you. And that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that our freedom in our place in your eyes is not based upon our works, upon what we can do, what we've done, or what we need to do, that we don't need to wake up every day and say, I need to pray this certain way. I need to pray 50 times today. I need to pray for 50 people today. That that will earn God's grace. And we are guilty of this. We are guilty with trying to earn your favor. We are guilty in trying to get closer to you by doing good deeds, by doing good works, by following the law. Thank you that that was abolished and that all of that comes secondly after what you have done for us through Jesus Christ. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the rock, the rock of our salvation, that you and you alone have provided the way, that the law of Moses itself has not earned our way into heaven, and that the commands were given, and that only through you can we follow those commands, only through your indwelling presence can we follow those commandments? We thank you and we praise you that all was brought together, the Old Testament and the New Testament, through you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you and you alone, Lord Jesus, are our salvation.
that you and you alone, Lord Jesus, are our only hope. And that it's walking by faith and trust in you. I pray for each and every listener that they too would know the freedom and the liberty with which we have in you, Lord Jesus, that our lives are built on you. And I pray for any listener who is not saved and that does not know you, Lord Jesus, to encounter you in a real and a personal and intimate way and that they too would come home to you. Together we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear one, I don't know if I will uh, have another podcast before Christmas, so if I don't, I want to wish each and every one of you a very, very Merry Christmas and I pray that you will know the reason for the season, and that is Jesus Christ. But again, I want to close by saying that you are free, that you have freedom, that you don't have to do things a certain way. You don't have to try harder. You don't have to do more. You don't have to replace what Jesus Christ did for you and that why and what Jesus Christ did for you puts you in a right place with God. You don't have to earn his favor anymore. Don't go to bed tonight thinking, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't say this. I didn't say that. Or I said this, or I said that. Go to bed tonight and know that you are free. And that you are free indeed. And that's because of Jesus Christ. And if you're not saved, no amount of good works or following this or following that. Even if you follow all the Ten Commandments, You don't break any of the Ten Commandments. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't know or have placed your trust and your faith and your life in his hands, that's not going to earn your way to heaven. It's only through a personal relationship and an encounter with Jesus Christ that you will go to heaven. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for joining me today on Walking in Wisdom, the Freeway. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed and awesome rest of your day. And again, if we don't do another podcast together before Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, to your family, to your loved ones, and enjoy the reason for the season. You can follow along at Walking in Wisdom, the freeway, on Apple, iTunes, and on Spotify, and also at Anchor, and also on Twitter. 
and all can be found at Walking in Wisdom, the freeway. Until next time, in Jesus' name we ask. Amen.